Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Colleen Benson Homes team with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. I want to talk specifically to you buyers out there. If you are a first-time home buyer, or if it's been a while since you've bought a home and you're kind of coming back around to that part of your life where you might be moving into a new home soon, we've got some important questions for you to ask before you buy that next or first home. I'll kind of throw these questions out at you, Colleen. You let me know what you think about them, what we're trying to learn by asking ourselves these questions as buyers. First one on the list is to, uh, you know, check your credit. Ask yourself, have I checked my credit recently? What was it? Why is that important? Yeah, it's always good to have a a pulse on what our credit is with the three credit bureaus out there. And uh, if you're not keeping a pulse on it, then you could just apply for a loan online and and they'll check your credit for you and give you a report. And uh, isn't the trick with most of the credits, you know, if you're trying to figure out which credit score the bank is going to use or something like that in terms of a loan, it's not a blend of the three, right? Is it the middle, the middle one that they I think use? they take the middle one. I'm not sure. I'm not positive on that, but I do think they take whatever your middle score is. And then if you have a spouse or partner, they will take whosoever is the lowest, I want to say. But don't quote uh, me on God. that. Let's just get you with a lender and we'll find out those answers. Yeah, it's a good place to start uh, for a lot of home buyers. We talk about how sellers started talking about the value of their home. Buyers, a good place to start is on that mortgage side of the equation. Just ha- you know, knowing what your credit is, that kind of thing. That can yeah, go hand and- in hand with meeting with a mortgage person as well. You bet. And also, if you know you are married or in a partnership, Don't let that scare you as far as if one of you has had some credit challenges or gone through some stuff that you think is going to be detrimental to your um, ability to get a loan, we could always just go with one. Like we were talking about that single gentleman earlier. We can just go with one of you and then we quick claim the other partner onto the deed at closing. So if we want to leave one person off the loan but add them to the title of the home and the loan in the long run, we have the ability to do that. So sometimes that's a little trick to get around. If one of you is holding a lot of debt and one of you isn't, we're going to go ahead and go with the one without the debt. Next question to ask yourself, how long do you plan to live in the home? Why would that be important, Colleen? So if you have a short-term plan, um, let's look at some properties that might, you know, not be your dream home but will give you a good return on your money in a few years' time. So just like, for example, I, w- I had a client this last weekend that, that he's in school still, and he's got two and a half more years of his doctorate. So once he gets that, he might they might move away. So he, they want to make sure whatever they buy now is something that will be a great rental property for them, or they'll be able to sell and make some money on in two and a half years. So... That was a strategy of what we were looking at. Maybe not ideally exactly what they'd want long term, but something that's going to work for them right now. Good example about how sometimes you have money questions and then sometimes it's preference type questions. And that's a good uh, question that falls into the preference side of things. Back to the money side, though, ask yourself if you're looking to buy in the near future, can you afford the costs of fees 
and uh, and other payments, you know, beyond the down payment. So things like closing costs and and the moving expenses that come along with going into a new home. We've just got to make sure we're accounting for those things, right? Yeah. So when we meet with a buyer for the first time, we do what's called a buyer consult where we just sit down, they come to the office, get to know them a little bit, their dreams, their timelines, their goals, what they're looking for, how much money they have, and make sure that they're you know, kind of being realistic or if it's the right time for them. We've got a lot of great strategies to help roll your closing costs into the loan. And so don't let that scare you away from just coming in for a consult. We'll talk about the options. There's a new uh, loan program just rolling out. It used to be around, it's called the Shanoa Fund where it's a zero down program. It's gaining a lot of popularity really quickly. So maybe if you've got some money in the bank you've been saving for a down payment, this opportunity might be a good loan for you and then you could have that extra money for your moving costs. So we've got different ways to um, structure the loan and the deal to help save you money. Great point, Colleen. And uh, we're talking to you buyers out there. If you're just joining in the show, we're talking about questions to ask yourself before you buy your next home. And here's another really good one, I think, Colleen, and that's to ask yourself if you're looking for a dream home or just your you know, next home. To me, those the two things certainly mean different things. What about to you? Well, yes, absolutely. So are you in the position to buy your dream home? Maybe we just need to kind of look at the, the pluses and the minuses that are on your list and get a little more realistic of what you can do with your price range. Yeah, and I think too, just like it kind of kind a little bit goes back to how long you plan to be there, right? Because dream home kind of means you're going to be there forever, probably, whereas, you know, your next home might just be a stepping stone home. So maybe a, you give back a, on a few things, right? You don't necessarily yeah, have as hard of a line. Exactly. And sometimes it's kind of a reality. Oh, wait, I don't have to buy one home in my life. I can buy a home for right now and in five years move up to the next home and then five years after that move up to the one that I want to stay in. So there's ways we can do it to help you get into home ownership now that's going to get you to where you want to be maybe looking at your 10 to 15 year goals. Now it doesn't necessarily mean to uh, you know not get a home you don't like just because you're saying I'm I'm not going to be here too long so I'll sacrifice everything to the point you're not going to enjoy the home but certainly some things we can give back from the dream home if we know that it's just going to be a shorter period of time that we're going to be there. Exactly. And I have some clients, you know, they want to be close in Salem. They want to be in South Salem where everyone seems to want to be right now. Um, But they just can't afford South Salem. They can't afford what they want in South Salem. So I had this cute couple. They, They went and bought a house in Almsville. They lived in it for three years. They made great money on it. And now they're buying a home in South. So, you know, sometimes it takes making a little bit of sacrifice by maybe a longer commute to work or maybe not exactly in the school district you want to be in, but your long-term plan is to get there. That's a great point. Also, Colleen, another great question for buyers to ask, are you making a decision based on emotion or logic? What's kind of driving your next home purchase? Well, exactly. And so our agents, our buyer's agents are very skilled to help kind of navigate you through that with compassion and understanding, you know, but I'll tell you what, once you've been doing this, for a while showing homes you know when they walk into a house and and they they fall in love with that house you can see it all over them so it's always fun to see if you've shown you know if i've shown somebody maybe 10 or 12 homes and then there's that one they walk in and you know you know that that's their home that's the house whatever it takes to get it we're gonna do it Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, it's good to kind of know that balance, right, of emotion versus logic and, you know, where people are on that spectrum. Very, very helpful. 
And then last yep. but not least, ask yourself, who is the best real estate agent for me? This is a critical question, Colleen. Right. So when you're shopping for a home, you want it to be a great experience. And here's the thing. You don't pay, as a buyer, you don't pay any commissions to that agent. The agent gets paid at the end when the house closes from the proceeds of the sale. So as a buyer, when you're looking to hire an agent, you want to make sure, you know, knowing that you're not paying for it, that you find somebody that is actually absolutely going to be there for you and going to represent you, skilled to know answers to questions and to know what questions to ask. Not everyone knows what are the questions I'm supposed to be asking. So it's up to an agent to really represent their client well and be proactive about what questions might come up, what things might come up with that particular home and the growth opportunity for investment on that home. So, and then somebody you'll enjoy working with that you're going to spend a little time with them. So hopefully it's somebody that, you know, you enjoy being around. Well, Colleen, if somebody's thinking about buying a home in the near future, what would be a good first step for them? Or uh, what's the best way to uh, maybe get in touch with you? What does that process look like after they get in touch and want to talk a little bit about buying their next home? Yeah. So you can go to your smartphone and text the phrase, buy a home to the number 55222. And we will send you a link uh, of kind of, you know, just how to get started. Just the initial things you need to think about. And then um, come on in for a no obligation consult with us where one of my great buyer's agents or myself will sit down with you, talk through the process, answer your questions, and then send you, you know, for a pre-approval. Once you're pre-approved, we get to go shopping. So that's how the process works. But you can start with texting the phrase, buy a home, all one word, to the number 55222. Great place to start. Again, just all one word, text the phrase, buy a home to the number 55222. Lots of great information about buying a home and real estate and Colleen and her team and how they can help you achieve your goals of buying that, like we said earlier, that next home or even that dream home. Text the word buy a home, the phrase I should say, buy a home to the number 55222 and you'll be able to access that great resource and get that buying guide right there on your smartphone. Just text the phrase buy a home to the number 55222. Uh, thank you so much, Colleen. Glad you're having a fantastic uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Let you get back to the fun, and we'll look forward to another great show next week. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend, too, Walter. Talk to you next week. That's Colleen Benson. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Hope you're having a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon right back here on Keeping It Real Estate.